Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Alex Zikoff. Alex Zikoff is the co-founder and CEO of Thoughtful, an automation-as-a-service platform whose mission is to enable all organizations to free their workforce of time-consuming processes. Thoughtful creates and manages automated digital workers that supercharge the operations of their customers across all major business functions, including revenue cycle, finance, legal, HR, IT, and beyond. As CEO, his responsibilities include leading the revenue team, helping build a superior go-to-market and growth engine. Alex started his career in technology, consulting at a large multinational aerospace and defense company in 2009. He helped the company develop their enterprise resource planning application and trained users to operate the software. Ten years later, he came back to that same company and helped build software bots, or digital workers as they are called, to operate the ERP program. It was from this experience that he saw the full potential of enabling technologies like robotic process automation, cloud, optical character recognition, OCR, natural language processing, NLP, and AI. These insights led to the inception of Thoughtful. Well, good afternoon, Alex. Welcome to the show. Hey, Brian. How's it going? Absolutely awesome today. Thank you for joining the show. Love it. Love new guests. And I really, you know, even though my background's in tech, I just love talking to people that are entrepreneurs and have that greater passion and insight and inspiration to, to really take it to the next level. So that's what jazzes me. So thank you again for jumping on. Absolutely. And, and Alex, we're going to jump right into the questions here. Um, you've got quite the career in tech, business. You're a serial entrepreneur and now the co-founder and CEO of Thoughtful. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think there's many secrets. I'm very fortunate. I think just family uh, always supporting me, loving me, uh, encouraging me to grow and learn. And I was sort of that kid that like tried everything, you know, trumpet, guitar, piano, sports. And I think what that gave me in life was the obsession with learning and iteration and growing. Um, I can self-admit, I would, I would not, you know, expect me to be where I'm at today, but with that constant iteration and exploring and understanding of myself, I've been able to sort of put the pieces together, uh, now looking back, but yeah, just honestly consuming as much, um, useful content as possible, like books, relevant podcasts, um, staying in tune with the market and constantly trying to be better every day and not resting on my laurels. I think that's the key to success in anything in life is just trying to get that 1% better every day, learn, grow, uh, not afraid to fail and be kind of uh, light about the failures and then learn from those. And, and uh, you know, a lot of my best things in life have come from failures. So I think that's the secret is learning, growing and not being afraid to fail. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Again, you're always looking to to grow your knowledge and expand. And like you said, that those iterations. So uh, appreciate it. Uh, certainly do. S some great gems. And Alex, switching here gears to my next question. You have an interesting platform, Thoughtful, right? It designs, trains, manages intelligent bots on its digital workforce management platform. Could you just dive into this just a little bit? Yeah. So to give you some context, uh, we started, I started my career back in 2009, helping aerospace companies build large enterprise systems like SAP and Oracle. Fast forward 10 years later, uh, post uh, MBA business school, I was fortunate. I actually went back to the first client and we started building bots to operate the software. And I, I, I had this like kind of crystallized vision that if we fast forward 20 years and look back, 
people operating software is going to feel like telephone operators uh, back in the day, or even uh, Henry Ford's assembly line. People in 1913 were physically on the assembly line assembling cars. And so I was very certain that people would not be meaningfully operate software in the future. And I thought robotic process automation or bots and intelligent automation, adding things like machine learning to these bots, OCR, optical character recognition, all of these technologies would help enable that vision. So we're building, using our automation as a service platform, the world's largest smart bot workforce. So what does that mean? Companies hire our smart bots as digital employees. The technology has now come to the point where a smart bot can replicate a human in entry-level data processing work, uh, such as invoice processing, AR, AP, revenue cycle management, many use cases. We actually have 80 different use, cra- use cases across three different industries uh, live now. And so we keep building these bots. Uh, we own them, and then we actually package them up and resell them in industries to help those companies uh, with uh, OPEX, uh, reduction, cost savings, all those things. And especially in a market like now, which is sort of uh, not growth focused, but going more to those cost savings, we're seeing an uptick in demand for our smart bots. Uh, we've been about this at Thoughtful for three years. I've been doing this for about six. Uh, and if you would have asked me you know, six years ago, the technology was not as uh, high success as it is today. We're now leading with our automation as service platform as uh, the best smart bots from a success rate perspective. Uh, companies can actually hire these and they have reliable digital employees that are doing the work now. Uh, and what's cool about the automation as service model is that the bots get smarter over time. So they train, we, we teach them that, you know, different uh, decision points, decision trees, more logic. And that just helps those digital employees become better workers for companies. I really love that. And the fact that, you know, Sometimes we get to really dive into some of the technology here, the emerging technology here on the platform. So I appreciate you sharing. I do have this high interest for uh, AI machine learning and I, what you're doing is awesome. So thank you again for sharing that for us. And Alex, you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging tech. We just talked about that, but could you share something specific in that tech stack that you might be able to share with us that may not be proprietary? Yeah, absolutely. So we leverage... A lot of our own technology, obviously, but what we would do is we, uh, to use sort of uh, AI terms, containerize all the technology in the form of a smart bot. So we use some really cutting edge stuff. Uh, Python is what we use to code the robotic process automation part. And uh, just for the listeners out there, robotic process automation, meaning anything where a bot isn't going through an API, which is in the back end, it's literally logging in like a human, can see the buttons, can click like a person. Mainly we use that for legacy applications that are don't have a lot of APIs. And then we use APIs as well uh, to integrate systems together. We actually add different modules that we've built, OCR, optical character recognition. I like to describe the bots as having sensors and OCR, the eyes. Uh, ML would be the brain, things like that as we assemble the bots. And we, we package that all up. Uh, we, all of our bots, uh, we use cloud technology. We do on-prem, but we also mainly focus on cloud. And we use serverless technology, uh, AWS's Lambda. Why that's important is because uh, we don't want to store customers' data. Uh, that's you know messy <laughs> compliance uh, security issues. So we use a serverless technology, which basically means I use the best. Ex- uh, the example I use is Men in Black. You uh, you press a little button, and the bot basically forgets what it just did and destroys all the data. 
So our smart bots use that technology to operate in our customer systems, do the work, and then they shut down and destroy all the data they needed to operate in those systems. So combining all those technologies is why we call them smart bots now is because it's many technologies creating the utility uh, as a digital employee. That's awesome. And I love the fact that you are not just leveraging AI, but you're actually leveraging some of the <clears throat> serverless platforms and technologies that are being more and more prevalent in uh, use today for a lot of businesses. So thank you again, touched on a, a few things there. And Alex, last question, can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in tech or entrepreneurship? Yeah, absolutely. I think getting into tech and entrepreneurship can be very easy. I think there's a lot of tech startups out there looking for high skill and high will people. This is how we assess our candidates that want to come work at Thoughtful. So high skill meaning, do you have something that's valuable in the market? That could be you're great at sales, and that could be you know either on the operation side, like revenue operations, or literally going to market and able to close deals. Um, are you a product manager? Can you work well with engineers? Um, whatever your skill is, is it tech focused, and is it adding value to what a tech company needs early on? Which is jack of all trades. People can do a lot. People who can solve problems using first principles thinking. Uh, that's typically what we look for. And then the second part of the equation is high will. You know, tech startups are default dead by nature. They have runways two years, three years, sometimes 18 months. And at the end of that, it's a cliff. You either succeed or you don't, depending on hitting certain milestones. And that's a lot of work, especially at an early stage company, seed, series A. High will is what's needed to get to those next milestones. So if anyone's looking to get into tech entrepreneurship, those two vectors of high skill and high will will be very... Uh, most entrepreneurs, co-founders, people who are hiring managers are looking for those two vectors uh, for people who are going to succeed in an early stage startup. Uh, and then on the other side, just from an education perspective, I think myself, uh, what helped me uh, when I went to go get my MBA, I went, I was out in Silicon Valley for five years. So having a network in tech helps, uh, whether it be tech founders, venture capitalists, looking at VCs, portfolio companies, and then picking ones you like, and then just you know figuring out how you can get introductions uh, to those founders uh, is a great strategy if you want to go work in tech. Um, so just being in the scene, really, uh, now there's lots of scenes. It's not just the Valley, Silicon Valley, Austin, New York, Miami, Chicago, Denver, like all, uh, LA, all of these emerging tech hubs now, they all have their names like Silicon Beach and all that. So it's important just to like be around the scene uh, and have high skill and high will. And yes, having uh, a network definitely helps like getting those uh, uh, first interviews. Thank you. That's very helpful. And I liked how you kind of married the two with, um, skill and will together, right? That's kind of like marriage, but uh, I it's obviously served you well. And uh, we'd certainly appreciate uh, the nuggets you shared on that. And Alex, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Awesome. Thanks, Brian, for the time. Bye for now. Bye.